Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Dr. Blondo, thank you for the time. You heard uh, Dr. Malone and his expressed concerns about potential health risks associated with mRNA vaccines, particularly, I think he said, in the younger and youngest cohorts. What's your feeling about that? Well, first of all, thanks, Roy, for asking me to come on. Um, you know, um, this, is a, this is a tough issue, obviously, to, to get around uh, and try to explain in such a way that, that, that everybody understands. But there's no, there's no intervention that's available. There's, there's no medicine, there's no vaccine that, that doesn't have some potential for side effects. Uh, that extends every, from everything that people are taking for monitoring or, or sort of for regulating their, their heart disease, uh, whether they're infected and require antibiotics, and, and of course, all of the other vaccines that have been available. So every vaccine and every medication has some level of risk. Um, to think, though, that, that data is being hidden and journals are being forced not to publish, uh, you know, credible peer-reviewed information, to me, does not seem uh, right. Uh, I personally am the editor-in-chief of a mainstream journal called Expert Reviews on Respiratory Medicine. I've not been given any direction by anybody to say that we're not to look at information that would uh, paint these vaccines in a negative way. So, so I'm not so sure that, that I buy uh, that that you know there's this massive controversy that's going on and stuff is being hidden um, when I haven't seen the evidence to indicate that that's the case. Um, I I just mentioned a few minutes ago that today's my second week anniversary of the second shot, so I'm fully vaccinated now and I feel really really good about it. Uh, but how much trust can we place in the vaccines millions of us have in our our bodies? Uh, you know now. Well, I mean, I think we place the trust based on what the evidence shows. And, you know, the evidence uh, in the clinical trials indicated that it was efficacious in preventing people from catching COVID-19. And clearly the data indicated that uh, it uh, prevented people from getting severe disease requiring hospitalization uh, and uh, preventing death in in the trials that were performed. Um, I, I fully acknowledge that this occurred in a very, very short period of time. But then again, the pandemic was rolling around the earth in a, in a very, very rapid way, and millions of people uh, were becoming infected and, and, in fact, dying. And, you know, what we've had in excess of 25,000 deaths in, in Canada alone. And, and so clearly, uh, I think that um, the way that I would choose to look at this is, is to look at the accomplishments that have been done and say, you know, kudos to those that were able to bring something to market so quickly uh, that was so protective for so many individuals around the world. Um, does that mean that we shouldn't be looking closely at these products to make sure that there aren't things in there that, that perhaps were not seen in the clinical trials in terms of, you know, side effects or, or consequences? Absolutely, we should be looking at the data and we should be scrutinizing it. Um, and then uh, we should be making decisions going forward. But um, uh, I think that um, it, it was a necessary uh, thing to do at a time when, when this pandemic was rolling around the world, and it still is in many countries. 
um, um, and uh, and I think it probably prevented many people from succumbing to this particular virus. Well, I said to uh, Dr. Malone when things were really uh, in 2020, early 2020, starting there was rapid rise of infections worldwide. There really wasn't another different or different way to proceed with engaging in a global vaccination program. We had to get it going. And you say. Uh, Dr. Blondo, there was a lot of international cooperation. I think sometimes what confuses people, and it confused me, was when we have NASI, for example, changing their decision on what vaccine should work with what vaccine and when and how, and people become confused and start to ask questions and start to wonder. Yep. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And I, and I think that one of the, one of the things that I will readily uh, agree to is the fact that I think on some aspects of, of the whole vaccine campaign, we have had, in some instances, a little bit of a communications nightmare, meaning that um, that there was at times, I think, a little bit of a disconnect on on uh, uh, how certain information should have been shared and in the manner in which it should have been shared. And I, I certainly don't mean in terms of concealing anything, but but I think that there should have been very very clear messages um, about why certain decisions were taken, and, and that I think would have helped to eliminate some of the confusion. You know, if if, if people had confusion about what those messages were. So, so I readily agree that, that we could have been better in our communications. But at the same time, I still think that, um, you know, uh, you know we, we had this technology that's been available and it was able to be used in such a way that uh, an intervention was possible. And, and I do agree that, that other things like biological products and, and drugs are, are another element that can be used. But I don't think that they would have had the same impact as a massive immunization campaign. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.